is an excerpt from an interview with Linford Detweiler of my favorite band, Over the Rhine. I've also mentioned Over the Rhine before. I'm maybe a little bit into that band. <laughs> I actually heard Linford Detweiler share this story at a concert many years ago, and it's stayed with me ever since. He shares this. We were recently in Europe trying out some new songs. We were getting ready to play a pretty big festival in Holland, and I was talking to two Dutch guys and a guy from what used to be East Germany. The German guy organized the music festival and was asking us if we'd be interested in coming over sometime and playing. And he was asking me about my name, Detweiler. Do I have a German background? He was curious and I said, well, all of us Americans are mongrels where most of us have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then he said something that I won't repeat in the presence of tender ears. It had a little bit of an edge to it, a critique. And Linford went on and spoke to the man, okay, hold on now, back up. America is a place of great contradictions. We're greedy and we're generous. We're very optimistic, but we're superstitious. We believe in the separation of church and state, but we are very religious. There's all these contradictions in the water, but we're the only country that could have given the world Johnny Cash. And there was a pregnant pause. Then the German said, you're absolutely right. You can disarm any European by saying that. So let's thank God for Johnny Cash, and perhaps we all might take a few moments today to consider our own list of uniquely and wonderfully American people, places, and things for which we are particularly grateful. The prayer that I offer is written by Reverend Otis Moss III. Many of you may be familiar with him. He is the senior pastor at Trinity United Church of Christ in Chicago. And so let us pray. May we make America. In the place where anxiety attempts to dance, may we begin again. Let us begin to cook meals for strangers flavored by compassion. Stir the gumbo of grace given to us by the Spirit of God. Be faithful enough to drink from the cup of courage and set the table of democracy guided by the spirit of love, walking humbly with acts of justice. Forgive us for words spoken that demean, marginalize, and undermine creation and the creation of community. Forgive us for allowing the shadow of caste and class to cloud our imagination of what is possible. Forgive us for not speaking truth to power, nor speaking truth rooted in love to guide our decisions. We seek to be a nation where different does not mean deficient, color does not mean caste, 
and gender is not and shall not be restricted by glass ceilings. We seek to be a nation where children are able to laugh and will not hunger in the night and where elders are cared for and celebrated. May the power of holy mischief urge us to step out of the darkness into the marvelous light. May the soul of this nation be held by the sacred love flowing from the amazing grace of the God who whispers in our hearts that we are called to be better, do better, and live better. May we make America. May we make an America that is yet to be a United States of America. May we make America. America as a quilt to warm the bodies of the homeless and the timid. May we make America where those who kneel are those and those who stand find a seat at the table of democracy. May we make America where liberty covers the Muslim and the Methodist, the Baptist and the Buddhist, the Hindu and the holiness, the Jewish and the Gentile, the atheist and the Asian, the indigenous and the immigrant, the Presbyterian and the Pentecostal, the Latino and the Lutheran, the queer and the Quaker, the urban and the suburban, the rural and the reformed, the Southern and the chic, the wealthy and the impoverished. This is our prayer on this day, in this year, in this century. May we make America. Amen. Our next reading is an excerpt from Independence Day Through a Gospel Lens by Ellen Painter Dollar. She writes this, I believe that being a Christian means considering every area of our lives in light of the gospel, including both our love of country and our hope it can better embody the ideals of freedom, equality, and justice upon which it was founded. And I think that church can be a place where we ponder the paradoxes of living in a country that inspires both pride and pain, especially around Independence Day. Christians are not called to ignore the most troubling or puzzling aspects of our world, but to look for how what is broken might be healed and how what is fallen might be redeemed with God's help and our participation. In the DC church where my husband and I met, I occasionally wrote liturgy, liturgies for special days, including Independence Day. The Independence Day liturgy cent centered on a litany of confession and celebration in which we all spoke aloud together all that was broken in our country and all that we were thankful for. We asked forgiveness for our consumerism and worship of wealth and gave thanks for our material comforts and innovative entrepreneurial spirit. We asked forgiveness for a history built on a foundation of war and violence, where peacemaking is a rare and precious art, and gave thanks for the politicians, peacemakers, soldiers, artists, visionaries, and people of God 
who have fought for what they believed in with integrity, humility, and courage. We asked forgiveness for our short-sighted exploitation of natural resources and gave thanks for a bountiful landscape of streams and snowy mountains, oceans and sandy beaches, mesas and deserts, swamps and lakes. After allowing time for our congregants to talk around our tables about what America means to us, what we are most ashamed of, what we are most grateful for, and where God fits into our feelings about our country, the liturgy ended with these words before we passed communion bread and wine to one another. America is full of broken places and people. The cracks that divide race from race and rich from poor grow ever wider. We watch in fear as despair and hatred take root in those cracks. Yet our service of communion reminds us that broken places can also be places where the fullness of love is revealed. For in the broken body of the crucified Jesus, we see that God so loved the world, he gave us his son. America's problems are overwhelming and frightening. We do not know how we as individuals or voters or nonprofit agencies or protesters can even begin to make a difference. Yet our service of communion reminds us that God has given us two invaluable gifts, each other and God's own love for us embodied in Jesus. With each other and with God's love, all things are possible. The body of Christ, God's love for us. The blood of Christ, God's love for us. And with this, we turn our hearts to the table.